Um, <clears throat> we're filming this. We have no idea what this is like. Aaron and I have only done this twice before. <laughs> Notionally, this is going to work. Um, cameras are working. Uh, Jamie Pop Christensen is uh, old time bro. <laughs> Been with us for a hot minute. Old time bro. I mean, it's true, right? It's like, yeah. it is for better or worse. For better or worse. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, do cool things. High five Jamie. Be like, sweet bro. That is... Also, I had a comment when we first turned the mics on. Jamie was talking to the microphone. I was like, you sound very feminine right now. And she's like, I am a woman. I was like, <laughs> true. Also, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Um, so Jamie just placed third at the Kern Open, the U.S. Kern Open in your weight class. In my weight class, yeah. You're lifting above your usual punching weight, right? Yeah. So typically I compete at 132 or what is that? 60 kilos um, or 62 kilos. I don't know the math. Um, but yeah, we decided not to cut this time. And I just walked in at, I think I weighed in at like 143. Did that feel better than when I get random Snapchat videos from you of like sitting in a bathtub? Spitting in a cup. Spitting in a cup, looking absolutely miserable. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was of course better. Um, Being friends with Jamie is awesome because you get these like, <clears throat> it's it, my wife looks at me and she's like, if this was anyone else, I'd feel like it was inappropriate. I'm like, <laughs> nope. It's, I was like, it's so sexy to watch Jamie's like spitty drool going into a paper Dixie cup <laughs> as she complains about not being able to eat. You know, it's like, <laughs> look, I get super turned on by a woman near death <laughs> who, will, who will is stronger than me anyway. <laughs> risk of stroking out. No, it was going to be a really gnarly cut and just with my traveling and um, I wasn't able to really stay on my nutrition like I needed to, um, to kind of come into it ready. We just walked in and it was fine because I ended up being competitive in that weight class Which anyway. Which is hilarious because you just walked in after bending over backwards to make the Kern this year, because yeah. the cut that I'm t I was talking about was you trying to get your weight down so that you get your my Wilkes. Wilkes score way up, right? yeah, which yeah. is power to weight ratio. Yeah, so it's a f the Wilkes formula is a mathematical equation that bases your weight versus your total poundage. So like your triple layer, your big three, right? Yeah, squat, total? bench, and dead. Yeah. yeah. Squat, bench, and dead over your weight? Or like, what does the formula look like? So the formula is, I, I, I would have to Google it, but basically what it looks into this is- This is not helping me. Get I your, know. Get your phone out and Google that shit. Oh, fine. Yeah, we're, we're being videotaped. <laughs> Why not hold ourselves honest? Aaron does it all the time. I, we talk about things we don't know anything about, and then he looks on Google, and I, I'm like, holy shit. I don't even know how, like- we're going to get a producer in here one of these days it's and they're going to answer these questions for uh, us. So it's just, it's a coefficient that's used. And so I oh, don't that think that sounds boring. I know. I don't even really feel like I need to list out the you actual math problem. A higher number. That's what we need to know. Right. So the, the bigger your Wilkes means that the more poundage over your body weight that you lifted. Right. So the qualifier for the current us open is a Wilkes qualifier. So they don't necessarily care how much your total is. You're going to have a big total if you have a big Wilkes, but it's based on you know, for, I think for me to qualify for the Kern this year, I had to have over a 507 Wilkes. And I think it Which really you came in like, to, you had a bigger Wilkes. I had a 517. Rolling um, in. But the your Wilkes for the competition was a 507? 508 this 508? year. Yeah, yeah, it was a 508 this but year. But a lot of it's because you gained. But I didn't cut. And you gained how many pounds? Um, Because you pulled it, uh, your, your, 
518 or 517 or whatever mm-hmm. was at 132. Once 132. And then you were you were 143 and a half? Just, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. significant but I mean, at your weight especially. Well, when I cut for Relentless last time, I, w- I, I would have walked in at 144. So um, I was technically the same weight. Um, I just didn't cut. Okay. So, but I added 50 pounds to my total. So yeah, it's um, <clears throat> being friends with you is also good because it is a check on my ego. Because <laughs> <laughs> for like two years of our friendship, I've always been like, ah, it's cool. Jamie's like super strong. She's like, you know, for a, for a woman. For a woman. For, for <clears throat> a I mean, small I don't actually female. say that because that would be super sexist of me. But also I think Accurate. in my head, <laughs> I'm still lifting more than her and it's cool. I believe that the next push, you're going to outlift me on everything. Like your big move. So like the goal moving forward is to lift like your next, the next target for competition is what? Um, my next competition is in July and I'm looking at probably a four, maybe mm, a four ten, four seventeen squat, okay. uh, 240, 245 bench and man, four seventy five dead. Probably stop it. You're weighing so low right now. <laughs> you know, you are, you pulled four sixty nine at, uh, the current, right? I did, but it's my next comp's only in July. So I don't want to come in too strong the 469 was a pr by how many pounds uh 20 some no the 469 was an 18 pound pr yeah yeah so why would you not just i mean strength is totally linear right (laughs) (laughs) absolutely uh no i think in the next 12 months i'll i'll break 500 gracie's just gonna smack you in the face a lot (laughs) and then you're gonna lift heavy things that's basically how that that works yeah yeah just hit me and i do well it was good because uh we just did the the bonfire that wasn't a bonfire that was more like a block party yeah it was actually fun we had a good time yeah uh your my husband husband came he finally showed up and hung out with all my friends yep and he was cool like he's a he's a quiet giant he is is very kind very nice man he is big he is a big dude we talked yeah Um, i was laughing because he did his dexa scan and holy fuck was it 11.2 yeah so dude weighs 250 pounds and is 11.2% body fat. Yeah. He had his shirt off in here when he was deadlifting. <laughs> He's like the only person working out here, by the way. Like, I think people got the vibe. Like, once they came in and saw, like, I'm wearing jeans and people are drinking, it was like, oh, I guess we're not going to work out. <laughs> Brett was like, no, nah, man. I purposely scheduled to do this today, <laughs> so I'm going to do it. And he was, like, moving 495 for reps, yeah. you know, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, my God. That's only, like, 70% for him. Exactly, right? When I'm like, oh, no, that's the 70%. People are like... <laughs> what <laughs> and then we were talking about how his wilk score looks because i was like you big fucking gorilla like you're i was like what is your wilk score and he's like Starting it's like high 300s or 400 like he's super strong but like he's just too damn big he's just so big yep yeah he's just so big so his wilks yeah he would have to probably total close to two grand in order but to make it it was cool to have him around and constantly asking him what it's like to uh be married to, to me yeah to be a subpar lifter like, oh <laughs> how does it not be strong in comparison to your old lady you know like oh how do you how no, do you respond he, to he that? takes everything in good stride he's like a good humor <laughs> he's a really good humor dude <clears throat> it was good to have him around um it's different because like you know, he's a responsible person 
and you and I are basically the same. So we are the same human. Yep. I, yeah. At times I wondered if he was going to try to express dominance and have sex with me <laughs> because I was like, it's like you're hanging out with the, with Jamie the Doug version. Like, are we are we doing this or what? You I know? asked him who was going to be Big Spoon. He just looked at me. I was like, okay. No, uh, I'll tell you this: we have a queen size bed in our guest room, and yeah. it is not big enough for Brett plus anyone. <laughs> like when he hit that bed, I was like, ooh. It's, a, it's an Ikea bed. We're testing Swedish engineering right now. You He's know, like, a large man. Big dude. With abs. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I'm not, no, no one's, no one's shit talking his physique. <laughs> More specifically, that there's not room in that bed for another human being. <laughs> yeah. So it must be hard to be such a desirable couple. I know <sighs> when I was in Iraq, I was hanging out with people in the army and routinely would just like wander into conversations where guys and girls were bro crushing on you. Oh, yeah. Like, then I'd be like, oh, I know Jamie really well. What? What's she like? Oh, God. It's like, I don't know. It's like, man. It's like, I would really, I would really like to get to know her better. Would you? Would you? <laughs> until, until they get to know me, they're like, wow, she's all sorts of fucked up. It's the best part. That's yeah. the best part. We have great conversations. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of any ones we can talk about on this podcast, 0% of which we can actually talk about. And everybody's going to be like, what are those? Zero percent of our stories most, are most for public are, consumption. Yeah, most of them are about like really good poops or <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. Like literally, I'm like, oh man. That's a world record right there. <laughs> Let me send you a photo. <laughs> Jamie Christensen is the brother I never had. <laughs> so we uh we got a new haircut for Kern. Yes. You're going we- back seven years to the beginning of uh the entire Vikings series. Is that what's going on here? Yeah, you know what? I honestly, I just wanted to do something different and it was well totally you impulsive. Did you and weave berries in there too to increase your power? There's no berries. I do have beads and <clears throat> this is this is actually deer skin leather. Yeah, it's all natural. Excellent. Yeah, we took it back. I can only imagine what artistic renditions you can do with your pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Yes. Well, there you go. I'm like, Look at all this stuff. What is it? Is that really your hair or is it a horse's hair? No, this is real. It is somebody else's real hair oh, that I have. See, I knew it. That that I have added to my own. <clears throat> it was a revelation that I had recently where uh, someone was saying, I was like, uh, man, that hair is, is perfect. How do you get it? And I think it was my daughter was like, nobody has hair like that that's theirs. I'm like, you, what? No. She's like, regular people's hair is flatter than that. And I'm like, Scout's hair looks full. And everyone is immediately like, Scout's hair is a rat's nest. It is not full. I'm like, you just don't brush it. That's fair. No, I mean, I do. It just does that thing. It's like a blonde Jewish fro. All she the time. is so perfect. She is ridiculous. I love crazy. that freaking kid. Uh, we are glad she's not here today. Also, do not let me forget Kim being out of town for work. I have to go pick her up at a bus stop at three. Oh, yeah. She's she's self-sufficient. So so when am I going to get you to do a powerlifting competition with me? Um, or strongman? I do everything cold. So name one and I'll just show up. Deal. I get beaten by old ladies at almost everything I do. So <laughs> no time like the present to also get beaten at powerlifting by old ladies. It could happen. Okay. I feel like we need to do a little head-to-head I'm, at some point. I'm going to make one stipulation. Oh, God. The stipulation is it needs to be local to me. Like it's with. I like to shoot competitively. I should say I like to lose catch <laughs> shooting competitively. But I, I swear I will only do it within like a four-hour drive. So like I don't do interstate stuff. Like I don't go to South Carolina. Um, 
I broke my own rule because Virginia International Raceway is actually closer than Asheboro, North Carolina. So the place that I like to shoot is like 45 minutes away and it's 40 minutes to VIR. Mm. So I was like, shit, I'm already breaking my own rules. Like I'll go to Virginia to shoot now, you know, like it's basically North Carolina. It's basically, yeah, it's like right there. <clears throat> but no. I would love to do a powerlifting competition, hopefully somewhere within four hours of here. I'll find us one. I'm not going to train for it. Okay. A- at all. Okay. Like, I won't either. In fact, I will ride a pedal bike <laughs> there. <laughs> is this just so you can not feel bad when I beat you? Oh, absolutely. This, this is a, <laughs> That's okay. I didn't try. This is a carefully <laughs> crafted thing. You know, like if you don't care about winning, it's okay. Also, it should be, it should be somewhat noted that like, I do have the ability to get way better at things. Like when I start, like when we started running, like I was looking at the the run that I lost against Christian for the <laughs> idiot versidiot thing, and I was like, man, this is a crazy PR in this run. I feel great. Like I'm not sad. I you lost to Christian. You had somebody pushing you. Yeah. Well, and that's great. Also, like every one of my runs since I started running out there at Eno, I've shaved time on, and I'm like, if I just ran instead of like <laughs> having a shit diet, like just eating everything. Yeah. And and lifting for, for, I lift four days a week, maybe five sometimes, and I ride a bike uh, or run a couple days a week, but it, it doesn't really, I'm not getting better at riding a bike or running usually because I'm not losing weight. You have no specificity weight. to your training. Yeah, I'm just doing yeah. things I want to do. And Fuck it. I think it's good. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a generalist, which is awesome in regular life things. Like, I mean, if I'm going to go bowling or- you Dude, know, I cannot bowl to save, or fun. golf. Golfing, putt putt. I'm okay. Golfing is fun. Um, we just let us not even go back into my caddying days. <laughs> people, are, you must know a lot about golf. You don't know me. You don't know. <laughs> I make a lot of money telling people about golf. Subject, I don't know anything about. <laughs> as long as it's viable, it doesn't matter. True story. It was a good job. I um, definitely, though, I think there is something to be said for being a generalist in the sense that. The training that we put together here is off. Yeah, yeah. It's very geared towards like functional fitness is such a trite term now. You're just capable. So if something. But, ha- but not like it's right. It's, I'm capable-ish. <laughs> it's, I'd say you're more than capable. If we were to stack, how old are you? Uh, 37. Okay. So if we were to stack you against, I don't know, any other 37 year old that I would see out in public. Would be a sampling of 37 year olds. I'd like to see a body of work here. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get a thousand 37 year olds together. Randomly you would selected. be in the upper probably 5%. And see, it's things get so blurry up there. Like that really is the target. Like we, we talk about that here all the time. Yeah. The goal is to train to be in the top 5%. Yeah. But 5% seems so murky because there's so many people that are better than you. Like I think it's worth thinking. You met Alan, right? Alan Shabaro. Yes. Yeah. Alan's a freaking monster i like that guy he's a great dude yeah but he's so strong and yeah he's so talented at he's a scary motherfucker i being in the community that i'm in surrounded with like professional athletes yeah. and stuff like i don't look at the people that i beat at runs or the people that i'm stronger than in sf or anywhere like i only look like my only competition at the gym for years was alan and I was 135 pounds when I met Alan, and Alan was like, st- "Like I'm gonna stack muscles on your ears." And you're like, "It took years, <laughs> you know? What yeah, I mean? It did. It took yeah, a long time." Yeah. But I mean, I would go into the gym, and Alan would dutifully do his like 315 pound for reps bench press, and then he would strip the bar for me so that I could do it at like 150. 
Yeah, no, no. I took work. I got, ex- work. I got excited when I put my first 45s on there with Alan. I was Your like, big wheels. Look at me throwing it up there, man. I'm a man now. But okay, now what? Now, um, I mean, 265. For reps. Uh, yeah, like probably three. You know, yeah. I mean, like, it's, yeah, it is what it is. But I mean, if I, if I really focus on working on my bench press, I can guarantee you, I start to feel like my shoulders are going out of whack. I get, I start to feel like I'm having overuse injuries. If I put any focus on getting a bigger number, like I can bench press once a week. If the second, the second session in a week will it's start rough. to make me feel yeah. not good. Yeah. But I mean, I could deadlift a variety of training. Well, a deadlift a is more applicable to everyday life than a bench press is. I feel like if you don't compete in a sport where bench press is one of the events, it's purely an accessory. It doesn't. What are you going to do? It's, it's how often do you we, lay on the ground and push it, it off of you? We have it programmed as an accessory thing <laughs> That's for all I'm, the stuff we do. So it's right. like, yeah, it's all good. You don't need it. Where, but it's amazing training for generalism, like how much we maintain regular strength. Like truthfully, I mean, 469 is your lifetime PR for deadlift, right? From the floor, yeah. Yeah, you're going to take, you could take two months off, three months, mm-hmm. go do some other stuff, mm-hmm. maintain general fitness, mm-hmm. and I bet you could come back and pull within five or 10% of that number, probably 10. Yeah, probably 10%. But I mean, like, I yeah. don't, I never see those numbers drop. Reps, certainly. So like if I, I could yeah. come up and like repping, you know, 475 mm-hmm, when I've mm-hmm. been focusing on some deadlift work for a while, mm-hmm, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm really strong. I'll be able to come back and pull 475 three months later without having done anything. Right. Can I do it for reps? reps. Mm, that falls off really fast for me too. I am. So typically females are better at rep work and better at volume. They can maintain a higher percentage for more reps than they can like a top number. Yep. Um, I am not that way. I fall off fast as fuck. It's weird. Very. You look just like every woman that I know. <laughs> Identical. Identical. <laughs> oh, God. So you're moving up a weight class. How are you going to deal with all of the people that say, but lifting weights makes you bulky? It does. Yeah, but ten- <laughs> now it does. Now it does. Turns out it does. Yeah. Um, I guess it just depends on the type of training that you do. So... Like, you know, I have specificity in my training and I eat a certain way. Thank you, Softly. And, um, well, thank you, Brooke. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I have, you know, the genetic testing where I do put on muscle really easily and really fast. And it, I do get really dense, but that's also the type of training that I do. Um, just because a female starts picking up weights, they're not going to look like me. We, we know here. Yeah. Although, I mean, I just love the hate. <laughs> I'm just so glad I don't have your Instagram. <laughs> to be fair, it's it's not often that I get shitty messages. It's really not often. Um, more likely, I got one the other day that asked if B and I would ever do couples counseling. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's Wait. like, but for my wife and I. Like, Wait, can- you're supposed to counsel them? Yeah, like they want B and I to like, give them relationship advice. Is this advice. a weird way to open the door for swinging? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> I was like, um, that's not in the cards, but thanks. I feel like the game, <laughs> everyone has an interesting sell when they try to make that happen, right? When it's like, when you're like, oh man, I've never had a married couple invite us to dinner so many times. Like, they must really, they must like, really us. like us. They want to play board games. But the thing is that the, that the, I've, I've, with with a, with a few exceptions, <laughs> no one ever really like. Uh, t- I don't know if we just give off a bad vibe or what, but like nobody, the tea ball sits there. We get invited to dinner. The food is delicious, and no one follows up. <laughs> nobody on it. follows up. I mean, thank God. I'm really glad because it would be awkward to be like, you're like a 
brother to me. You're like a brother. Yeah. Like literally. You're like a brother. It's true. What's up? What's up, homie? But all of that to be said, you guys would make terrible couples counselors. Because <laughs> Brett would literally be like, well, she's gonna do it. she's gonna do what she's gonna do yeah like Brett is the most patient man oh I've my met. god he I am so grateful for him that he just lets me be the shit show that I am and then I it's I come my home. old shit show I mean there are I, moments where you try to shine you try to outdo yourself and then you're like you're catching yourself some of these days you're like well that was a little crazy <laughs> yep. back off a I little like bit. the calls when you ask me questions about like hey how would you feel about this thing? Like, well, just take away, like, quit being so vague. Just say, I want to do, I want to make this really bad decision. Should I do it? And my answer is universally, like, I mean, think twice before you jump, but you know. But also, yes. And yeah, then yeah. call me when you're done. Do what's up. <laughs> do you, girl? And then tell me everything. Yep. I want to dish. I love gossip. It's, uh, this is how perfect, close best friends are made. It's true. Gossip. And that's, I think, how we initially bonded. Uh, who are we talking shit about? <sighs> who haven't we talked shit about? Mm. It's more like it. <laughs> my enemies, enemies are my friends. <laughs> we both hate the same bitches. That's true. It's true. So you're coming off the kern. You yeah. traveled a bunch. Yeah. You're going home. I am finally going home after a month. Wow. Of traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Testament to <gasps> patient. My pays home with two kids. Home with two kids. Mm-hmm. Just doing. Who's the dependent now? <laughs> I can't really even imagine what it looks like when Brett takes care of kids. It is a lot of fish sticks and uh, tater tots. I believe that. Yeah. He yeah. eats very well, though. That, he does. That dude can't go two hours with that. I was like, are you eating again, Brett? Dude. Okay. So, like, I swear <laughs> to God, one of our biggest fights is, you know, I'll be like, you need to take me to dinner. Like, I'm not going to go to the gym today. I'm not eating out of a Tupperware. Like, take me to dinner. This motherfucker will be driving me to dinner eating out of Tupperware. What are you doing? He's like, well, I made it. I have to eat it. This is how you go from 195 pounds to 250 pounds at 11.2% body fat (laughs) by being very dedicated. Does he wake up in the middle of the night to eat? No, no. He has before, though, I bet, hasn't he? Not that I'm aware of. Really? Um, no, he typically uh, eats a giant plate of spaghetti right before going to bed after training. Spaghetti. Yes, and it has been the same for three years. His his meal, like the what he eats, the quantities. Ground and, beef and rice, the stuff that he had while he was here. Ground beef, rice, veggies, ground turkey, um, spaghetti. This is all he eats. That's it. That's so it, man. the secret. Every hard gainer. Every every 130 pound weakling that like wants to know how to get big, you have two options: <laughs> steroids or eating boring, boring, boring food for the rest of your life. Yeah, in huge volumes. In huge like a volumes. Yeah, I think at one point, um, both of us, when we were uh, really trying to gain some strength and some muscle. I was 8.3% body fat eating 3,600 calories a day. And a meanery as fuck. (laughs) Every time you tell me your body fat, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. I just naturally hold low. Like for the past three years, I've been sub 10%. That's just, I'm comfortable at that. Um, And B, I think was at almost 6,000 a day. All we did was eat to the point. Eating that much food is an absolute abomination. I've tried, I've tried to eat six, 
6,500 calories a day before when I was like really serious about gaining weight. And it's just like, no, nah, man, this is, this is awful. If you've never put chicken in a blender, you oh. haven't tried gaining. <laughs> yeah, the thing for me was too, I, when I cared about gaining that weight, yeah. I was also trying to be healthy. And mm-hmm. I quickly realized that eating 6,500 calories a day of shit is super easy. Oh, yeah. Eating oh. 6,500 calories a day of healthy food yeah. is like backing a dump truck of spinach up to your house and just being like, get ready to rumble. There was a point I was eating like six eggs in the morning and I would like be gagging over the sink just trying to get it in. I typically make like 10 egg omelets even now when I'm not trying to gain weight. And Kim is like, what is that? I'm like, this is my breakfast. Like, it's delicious. I like to eat food. 10 eggs. What's your, do you know what your sugar count is per like a grams per day? Like uh, do you, do you track at all? No. I So <laughs> I'm lucky this whole like me being allergic to carbs thing revelation revelation has I, I, explains a lot about why I can eat really shitty because you're gluten free now. I mean, I am not gluten free right now. Should you be? I uh, probably. I'm going to judge the fuck out of you. Well, it's all good. I don't. Are you going to go vegan next? It's not that I have a gluten sensitivity. I eat 300. I mean, I can eat 300 grams of carbs a day and I'm still in ketosis. (sighs) Yep. I have so many questions. It's uh, also, and it also explains why I take like four shits a day. Yeah. (laughs) And generally I have some sort of intestinal discomfort going on, but I just thought that was normal. People are always like, oh man, celiacs is terrible. Like, and you're like, man, shut the fuck up. Like I can do, like I do everything. Like, and I just like, I'm like, oh, oh. Maybe it's not that bad. Maybe other people have it worse. Uh, Maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's like, you know, when women try to tell me how painful childbirth is all the time. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but have a, you been kicked in the dick? I had one time. It was, it was awful. It lasted did, for three days. Did you just compare childbirth to having a hangnail? I'm being ridiculous for a reason, Jamie. I couldn't argue against Were that, yours though. cut out or did you push them out of your vag? No, I've only had one and she was cut out because oh. she was 11 pounds. See? Yeah. So I have I mean, no idea what childbirth exactly is like. I don't exactly want someone to cut an 11 pound growth out of me either. <laughs> growth. <laughs> it is. It's a fucking sexually transmitted disease. Dude. <laughs> I love my kids. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, I love them too, but. But the only time I track my food is when I want to gain weight. If I want to lose weight, I up my activity. I don't change how I eat at all. You don't I, I lean out. Um, like, when I was contracting in Africa and I didn't have a gym, I ran a lot mm. and I dropped 30 pounds in like four months. You went catabolic. Yep. Yeah. And I was eating, I mean, I was eating three or four meals a day. I wasn't like changing how was I Was it defect eat. though? No. Um, it was local stuff, but mm. I mean, I had, I had some weird staph infection thing <laughs> and like, you know, I mean, it I was kind of fucked up. I not wasn't gonna lie. <laughs> fully healthy, but I was still, you know, I mean, I was running a lot. Like I was running every day or four or five days a week. Yeah. More, more accurately. Yeah. And, um, a little resistance training, but mostly body weight stuff. Yeah. But I, I didn't even notice that I was losing weight. Uh, I came home. I mean, I was really stressed then too. So it's like a double. Was this your deal. last one? Uh, the no, one no, before no, no, no. this was, 2014. So oh, okay. Before I knew you. Ago, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I definitely dropped a ton of weight and then I came home and I started weight training again and I was like, dude, I should probably gain some weight back. So I was like counting my macros mm-hmm. and I mean, I bounced back like 20 pounds in two months. I wonder if a lot of that was hydration though too. Oh, I drank a shit ton of water while I was there. Huh. Shit ton. Um, almost no booze. Most of like, I mean, actually oh. no booze. I was, no booze. I was totally dry then. 
Oh, that sounds miserable. Um, no, it was good for me. <laughs> it was a couple years, couple <laughs> years, couple years to think about things was solid <laughs> for me. You know, I enjoyed that. I don't. It's funny to me. Well, it's it's weird to me because I think that like like addiction is a weird thing. Yeah. Um, I don't think I I still don't think that I was an alcoholic. I went to some I went to some uh, meetings mm-hmm. for a while there. Mm-hmm. Um. And there's so much identity tied up in drinking that I feel like the only way, well, for a lot of people, certainly alcoholism is a disease. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. In a lot of capacities, people are like, well, how did you just quit? You know, like. We just fucking stopped. Well, I'm like, I quit hanging out with people mm-hmm. that drank all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. I started investing in things that, like, I started spending my time doing things that were good for me. They weren't just. In the going bar. out for yeah. no reason, right? Yeah. We're socializing. Like we're gonna go to this one place and we're gonna sit here for four hours, just well, like yeah, we did. I would like to have. Yeah. I would like to drink there. Yeah. I'm going into a fishbowl to talk about some things. To like forget about like a shitty day. Yeah. But, like I didn't have shitty days. I mean, I was stressed, but I do a lot of cool stuff. It's not like you know. You just replaced one hobby for another. Yeah. That's what it came down to. That was the for same sure. thing for me. Like whenever I was in the bar drunk all the time. I literally just changed my location and I stopped drinking. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And you know, you replaced one addiction with lifting weights. I, that's fair. <laughs> a thousand fucking percent. Like I'm an addict. So it's either, you know, be an athlete or be an addict. Yep. Like I have to do one or well, the you're other. you're an addict either way. <laughs> be an athlete or be an alcoholic. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> they're both going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> just maybe. One, one will take longer. <laughs> I, I mean, I like training. I think it, one of the messages... I, along with what I took away from not drinking for two years was mm-hmm. when Brian was like, dude, you weren't a fucking alcoholic. You were an asshole. Like he's like, you were just like, you weren't accepting responsibility for things. It was easier for you to just self-medicate. Like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Like I drank a lot. I thought that was fun. Me, you know, like I'm hilariously when I was also in a self-destructive mood, I would work out like three hours a day. You know, like I drink a lot, but I'm also like in the gym crushing it and yeah. like hating myself. This is the only thing that makes me feel better is three hours a day in the gym. Um, self-care, as ridiculous as that sounds, has left me caring a lot less about winning, mm-hmm. which like winning's badass. Like you are spe- you're a specific athlete. I think that you should chase that because it's important because you're there. Except I don't give a fuck about winning. Really? I don't give a fuck about winning. I don't. Well, that's got to be disconcerting to people you beat that do care. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a them problem. Um, I know that sounds kind of like a dick thing to say. I'm sorry. Not really. But this this I, trophy that I got matters a lot to you. <laughs> Watch me urinate on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck about winning. I or, don't. Or urinating in public. <laughs> I fall. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, yeah, I don't give a fuck about winning. So the only thing that I cared about was beating the numbers that I put up last time for me, that success. Um, and even that is a skewed sense of I mean, it's success. Not, so it's not always forward progress. Like how is it when you don't pull, I mean, when you don't go in and do better than you did last time? Oh, it's a, it's a mind fuck. I, especially when you take months to prep for something, right? Yeah. But that's why I just don't let that happen. <laughs> I'm just too stubborn. <laughs> oh yeah. That it's like, it's like, you know, I really screen my sexual partners carefully. <laughs> I've never had sex with anyone that had an STD. So how do you, I just don't let it happen. I just don't let it 
I just don't let that happen. Don't let that happen. No, I mean, I go to the gym and I do what I what it is I need to do and I take care of my body and I make sure that I don't stand in my own way. That's It's really just that simple. I don't overthink. Never, never compete with an injury. You never push too hard in training. I mean, yeah, but still, though, like I'm only going up against the numbers that I've already done. So anybody listening to this podcast can now say anything. <laughs> Jamie is a font of useful information. <laughs> she is also an idiot. <laughs> Do as I say. Don't Soon to be a guest on Idiot versus Idiot, <laughs> Jamie Christensen. We don't even know what the competitions are going to be. Like Not that's, rowing. Oh, man. Fuck. Now, no. The thing is, only an idiot would, tra- would challenge you to a rowing competition because you've done so much of it. You have to be good at it. To be fair, I really haven't. I only did a lot of it one time. When I agreed to do that, I had never been on a rower before in my life. 100,000 meters. Yeah. 11 hours? Uh, That's the total time we were in the gym. I think actual row time was like nine, nine and a half. Oh. How do yeah. you get back on after like... I did a 5K. I'm assuming the week your after. heels got totally rubbed raw. No, my heels were fine. My hip flexors were blown the fuck out. Yeah. Um, Couldn't walk. I could not walk. Have you ever seen, um, what's that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? Um, and he was like a stock market guy. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. You know that part when he was super fucked up and he was like army crawling to his car? Yes. That was me for like a week going to the mailbox. Like, And that was <laughs> just like a month before the open last year. Maybe two. Right on. Yeah. Smart move. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was for charity and um, yeah, it was for my buddy's birthday. So we just, uh, he. What a plan. Yeah. He was like, hey, do you want to do this thing for with me? And I was like, Brett was in here and the rowers were all like racked up and Brett was like, fuck those. And I was like. Yeah, "Yeah." no. He just, he was just like, yeah, we're doing it. And he did it with me and it was insane. Yeah, I was. I agree it wholeheartedly. Was. Add this to the list of dumb things you do. Also, I'm sure you were feeling that when you were like at the back of the mountain biking pack oh, in Western North Carolina and like Brett was hanging back with you and I could just hear you being like, fuck you, Brett. I don't want you back here. Go, <laughs> be, with your, you go be with your friends. And I was like, it's cool. I'll just wait here and I'll ride with her because she's not going to get mad at me because I'm not married to her. Turns and out. literally that's some faults. That's totally false. <laughs> What ended up happening is I waited and I was like, Brett, it's cool. Just go on, man. I'll stay by. It's cool. 30 seconds later. Fuck you, Doug. You have to stay back here with me. Like, this is bullshit. And I'm just like, this shit sucks. Like, I get it. Like, man, riding a bike up a hill is is terrible. Why are you so mad? Because I hate not being just really good at something right away. It's cool. Luckily, you didn't get to ride the trail with, um, with Captain Van Brink the day before when he decided to go the wrong direction on a clearly downhill cut course and Jeff Dardia was with us and Jeff's like, Hey man, that's the wrong direction. And Chris is yelling from there. No, it's not. I'm already all the way up here. Come get, come to me. And Jeff, who's like super chills, like, okay, cool, man. (laughs) We'll just go where he is. And like, we are just like, <sighs> like I'm like walking half the thing because it's yeah. so steep and straight technical, up. just That's straight up. Brevard. And yeah, and everywhere we're going up the hill, there's all these drop-ins. So I'm like, this is a, we are fucking going the wrong direction on this trail. Like we get up to we we get to a certain point where even Chris has given up. Now this is compounded by the fact that we had like five bikes, four of them had rented, one was mine. I just regeared it for Brevard, so like it was actually. It's pretty good for steep hill climbing. So I was like, man, I feel way better about this. Is this the one with the motor on it? Then there's the Levo, 
the like the motorized yeah, electric yeah, 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 yeah. one. Yeah. And we got this kid on the Levo who's never mountain biked before. Like this is all he knows how to ride a bike. Thank God. <laughs> but he's like, this is his first time to do this stuff. And he's like, not in that great of shape. You remember? Uh, I mean, he's in decent shape. Pendergrass. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Mike, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, Mike yeah. was there. And Mike's, Mike. like, Mike's like a newbie and like not built. Like he's just, it's not his thing. He's one that won the giveaway. He's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's behind yeah. me on the way up and I am fucking dying. Just crushed. But you can't tell anybody. No, you got to act tough, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, I'm like, I'm like, man, I don't want to look at a heart rate monitor right now because my heart is like exploding. Oh, no. And all I hear behind me is the constant squealing of disc brakes <laughs> because he's like, Back pedaling, balancing, slow pedaling, and then trying to hold the brakes because that electric bike is so damn powerful. Taking like, him up the hill. Like, up the hill. Yeah. So he didn't want to hit me. So he's just on the brakes all the time. I was like, if you're just going to keep hitting those brakes, you can go around <laughs> you just me. Go around. You got a little feisty yourself, didn't you? Yeah, I know. You? It was awful. But then ah. we turned around and the officer and Chris caused him to be risk averse again and ride his bike like a grandmother down the mountain. So like, while I'm ready to like kill myself going off a cliff, I'm like, why are you going so slow? Just send it. Yeah, just go. Didn't do it. That was a fun trip. It was. Um, we should do it again without the camping. You didn't like the camping? I hate camping. Really? It's part of, it's, it's work. Yeah. And we don't get to socialize. I thought it was fine, but of course I had all of you guys to build my tent. Uh, well, I really you had a Taj Mahooch. You had like the... We had a four, you had a four, four person tent. tent we had a four room tent. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. But like, and we generator. should have all <laughs> moved into your tent so that we could, we could hang out and socialize when it rained. That's but true. as it was, it rained. And so we all like went to our various places. So nobody really talked to anybody. It was like, mm-hmm. good night, John boy. <laughs> You're just yelling the out. Lights the, go out. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun though. That uh, that water was fucking cold, man. Remember that hike oh, yeah, in yeah. that no, natural it was, spring? It was really cold. That Skinny was, Dip Falls. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, we didn't get fully naked, much to our own chagrin. I know that we is. Should've. We are two for two on softly events where skinny dipping was an option and nobody did it. Oh, that can't happen. We again. went to the nude hot springs in Tell or uh, in Uray. Yeah, and Orvis Hot Springs, and everyone on the softly trip chose to keep their clothes on lame i'm very disappointed i say lame but like it, it did feel a little felt a little awkward did it was it? even more awkward once we got in there and we realized we were being clothes shamed by a bunch of old men whose balls were hanging down to their knees <laughs> not just them old ladies with like like saggy boobs everybody was just like looking at us like we were interlopers like why are these people with clothes on here to look you at you were the circus? awkward ones yeah if i had been naked no one would have even paid any attention to us so the next trip is november november moab um, we're going. Are you? Yeah, I I adjusted the date of Ragnarok specifically yes. just so that we could go. Cool. We have a badass house. We let's go down the hit list. I have a timeline, an hourly timeline. I can send out now. Don't even go down this subject with me. Oh, but I have. I we've we've conducted some basic planning. So you're like uh, the den mother. I am not. <laughs> I am not. Um, but Zach Carbo will be coming. Mike Semenoff is going to come with Holly, his wife, who's awesome. Yes. Um, I think they're going to do... The plan is that day day one, we're all going to kind of rendezvous. People that get there earlier will do some something with us, whether it be biking or climbing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to split the group up into a couple different 
sectors. So like if you want a bike, um, you can, if you want to climb, you can. And then every night we're going to have Zach and Ben Altinez and Mike go out and go camping with people in cool locations near where we'll be doing activities the next day. So you get to like sleep out in the Canyon lands with the, you know, big red rock arches and stuff mm-hmm, around mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. do some night photography, some light painting. Um, we are bringing Brooke this time. <gasps> yes. She is going to plan all the trail meals and prepare them. And she's going to prep meals for the groups that are going ca- camping overnight and then she'll bring recipes and go shopping for all the food we need to cook at the house. So I'm we, so in. He's coming too. Who? B. Oh. My good. husband. Good. Yeah. I'm finally gonna drag him out for one of these. I mean, finally. He came to Western <laughs> North Carolina and he shamed you at everything we did. Okay. First of all, he used to do the mountain biking thing. Yep. Back he's in his day. Better at it than you are. Admit it. You know what? Here's the thing. Are you going to condition this or are you just going to accept that he's better than you? I have to let him be better at me than something no, or we will get at, divorced. Your attitude was not the <laughs> attitude of someone who let someone be better than them. Okay, you guys. I have a very, very strict rule of I have to try something three times before I say that I don't like it. I'll do. I'll try anything thrice. It's a classic line. I have to try because this here's is why the thing. Jamie and I are long lost siblings because <laughs> I say the same thing. You have to because all right. Let's say you do the thing the My first time. Agrees. Yeah. Let's say you do the thing the first time. Was <laughs> it the thing and you didn't like it? Was it the thing that you didn't like or was it the people that you did the thing with? Was it just a bad atmosphere? You no, know, it's about second time. You love the thing. Was it the thing or the people? The third time, whether you do or don't like it. Now you've now you've set a trend. Now you know. Either I do or don't like it. So I have to go mountain biking one more time. Have you gone? I went a second time. Well, to be fair, it wasn't really a mountain. It was a hill and I still hated it. Really? Yes. I would rather run, man. That, um, the rebranch was fun though. The terrain park. That was fun. I did like that, but that was more flat. And I think you would like it more with a hardtail. I don't know what that means. Without the rear suspension. So you could actually like get bigger jumps. It's yes. harder to drop in, but like I think it, you'd, you'd think you'd like that. I like I like that kind of stuff definitely way more than just the the grinding of it. You know what I'm saying? Like no one likes to ride a, a mountain bike uphill. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, I'm sure. Can somebody I take does. a lift? Oh yeah. Like, is there a rope that I well, can like just hold on to and it just pulls? That's me up? why you should have come to Telluride with us because you do. You take a lift to the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. There's like a still pretty. It's still a pretty Gnarly. challenging yeah. trail for a couple miles uh, across the mountain. And then you take one of the ski um, routes down huh. and it is rad. Is it? Oh, yeah. And you went? Yeah. Katie Pate and Ben. Uh, that was the first one we did in Telluride. We went over. We stayed in Uray and then we drove over to Telluride to mountain bike. And then we climbed uh, a 14,000 foot mountain for fun. I'm super into that, not on a bike. Oh, uh, no, no. We climbed that on foot. But uh, Whenever I went to Salt Lake City, not this past time when I got my neck tattooed, but the time before, and I ran that trail with Ben Altines, yeah, yeah. that was a good fucking time. Yeah. Did he take you to... We, Red Pine. We need to go to Angel's Landing. Did you see that video that he did on Die Living where he like ran up that spine? Yes. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I want to do that. Ben's an idiot. He's like constantly I looks like he's going to die. super love him. No, he's amazing. But he also is always like, I'm always like, oh, Ben's going to die. I mean, if you're going to go, that's probably the good way. Fell off Angel's Landing. It's got a nice ring to it. Fair enough. Yeah. If I'm going to go, I'm going to be going in a good way. 
I'm going to go in some terrible way. I'm going to die of cancer or something. Fitting. Don't be lame. It's true, though. It's going to happen. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to be like, I'm, I'm like, I say, like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And then as soon as I find out I have cancer, I'll care. You'll you know? care. I mean, a little bit. It won't be like me being like, oh, shit. Guess I'm going to fly this airplane upside down through a barn. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I did it. I still have a few days left. <laughs> let me just let me just sit back and let this happen. Yeah. I'm going to play a whore to play some piano music and I'm going to drink myself to death. I can't I couldn't see any better way to go, I guess. It's a lonesome dove reference. It's a what? It's a, it's a lonesome dove reference. What's that? Not, what? Stop. Okay. You haven't seen Lonesome Dove? No. It's a classic miniseries featuring Richard Schroeder, Ricky Schroeder and uh it's got a uh, oh uh, Tommy Lee Jones and uh, he's the guy in Men in Black. He is, but <laughs> if you remember from that, then it's clear you've not seen <laughs> Lonesome Dove. <laughs> no. Fair enough. And then it's got uh, Robert Duvall. Oh, I know who that yep. is. Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he's the most lovable whore loving cowboy on the planet. It also has um, oh, super hot. Uh, oh man, male or female? Female. Check I like in. that you asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 it's not who I think it is. I'm, I'm, I'm blonde ha- brunette. She is <sighs> son of a bitch. <laughs> now you got me looking it up. Hold on. <laughs> Let's see. It's. Um, I don't. Uh, I'm not one that that watches a lot of movies, man. Like I've seen a lot. This but is a. You have to commit to this too because it is like. It's two episodes, I believe, but it's also like they're like three hours each or something. It's a mini series, but it is it's excellent. Mini series with only two episodes? Um, back in the day, yeah, but I don't think they understood. I mean, we don't we don't do mini series anymore because we just do series. Yeah, Angelica Huston's in it, but she's not hot in there. But uh, Diane Lane is hot. Diane Lane, and she was in it. You'll recognize her Diane Lane. Maybe she's. She's that woman who still is. She's still a, a fine looking woman. Oh, I do know her. Yep. I feel like I know her from something else. Though. She was, uh, she was the whore at their town in Lonesome Dove and Gus would gamble for poke. And then they took her on the trail and she got like ravaged by Indians or something. I don't remember, but then he rescued her. It's like, it's a classic oh, oh, hero. Tale. Hero. Yeah. yeah. Lots of, lots of wild West action. Um, uh, what year was this made? Ooh, 83, maybe? That was before my time. 87. That was after my time, but barely. I mean, not after your time. I'm assuming <laughs> it's six years old or whatever. Five years old, you weren't watching Western miniseries. Uh, you don't know. I could have been. Um, it is... Uh, I didn't... I'm still looking at Diane Lane. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a moment and I'm going <laughs> to reminisce about the uh, Sears and Roebuck catalogs that I used to check out the lingerie sections of. <laughs> yeah. I'm not judging. Uh, I used a- to watch. 89, sorry. 89. Oh, yeah, I st- probably still wasn't going to watch them. It's a good one. You shouldn't pass it up. I probably will. No, you shouldn't. It's, <laughs> you're doing yourself a great disservice by not watching it. And when you do watch it, you'll be like, wow. Is it on I Netflix? Blockbuster isn't even a thing anymore. So where am I supposed to get this? I don't know if it's on Maybe Netflix Amazon. or not. I mean, I would hope. I, Amazon, I'm certain, has it. You might have to pay for it. It's uh, worth it. It's worth it. I don't know, man. It is worth it. I'm telling you. They uh, 
they had this Mexican cook that didn't want to go on trail with them, and he left them behind. And uh, they went to find a new cook in San Antonio, and they're like talking with this guy, with a cool sombrero hat and everything. Oh, and there, he's like, "I will be your cook." And they're like, "Was that a Mexican?" That's accent? my Mexican. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, and uh, Captain Call, he goes, "Now wait a second. Our last cook got to missing home. You ain't gonna do that, are you?" you take to missing your wife turn around and go back and uh the mexican guy looks at him and goes my wife is in hell where i sent her oh yeah, oh she was she's, i feel like you sounded like zorro yeah, right she's like she's like uh, she could make good biscuits but her behavior was atrocious <laughs> and you're like right on man <laughs> my wife is in hell where i sent her where i sent her because she could make biscuits mm. no i feel like that was the redeeming quality her behavior was oh terrible. her behavior was terrible oh yep Man. But the biscuits thing, oh, maybe I was a lifesaver for a while. Maybe. There yeah. was our only, yeah. It's a good show. I'll have to, I'm never going to rent that. My I'm going to be honest fucker. with you. I'm never going to rent that. We're going to have a Jamie and Doug sleepover. <laughs> and we're going to watch Lonesome Dove. Seriously. We're going to do it. It's going to happen. <laughs> Put it on the books. Put it, let me let me just write this down in my book. I feel I, like this is more content for us. Like uh, Jamie and Doug watch Lonesome Dove together, <laughs> like critiquing <laughs> comments. Well, yeah, those little pop ups that Brian does. Yep. Cunty comments with Brian. <laughs> it's don't, my favorite. Don't worry, we're videotaping this. My so there's going to be cunty comments. Good. I hope they're all going to be about you because he would never have anything negative to say about me. Exactly. We're homies. Exactly. Mm hmm. Do you feel that Brian's physically intimidated by you or what? You know part? what? Whatever it takes, it's, I'm fine with. I am going to tell him to fast forward to this moment in the podcast <laughs> where you say he won't say anything mean about you before he starts making comments. <laughs> so the deluge just comes in. Don't worry. It's not so bad because so they're not true at all. <laughs> so like when he says those things, you're like, ha ha ha, Brian. Ha ha ha. Fuck you. <laughs> No, Brian could never be mean to me. Um, mm-hmm. Those doe eyes do not work on Brian. <laughs> they don't. He has three daughters. <laughs> and he is much more resistant to their charms than I am to Poor my man. girls. Well, have you met your girls? Um, it's not that my girls are so good. It's that I'm so weak. Yeah, I know that. Okay. <laughs> it's constant. Okay. Um, what else do you want to talk about? Man, I don't. Other bad decisions. <laughs> Committing to the power lifter lifestyle with a neck tattoo. <laughs> yeah, that was my job stopper, wasn't it? I'm assuming you will never work in a bank. No, never again will I work at a this bank. It's really limiting. Again? Did you work at <laughs> a bank before? Okay, kind of. So I took a temp job um, a long time ago, and I had to sit out by the ATM and help people learn how to use the ATM because that was when you could first like deposit cash Was this in checks. like 1979? No, it was in, I don't even remember what year, early 2000s, maybe. No, probably maybe 2007, 8-ish, 9. People I don't didn't know. know how to use an ATM in 2007 or 8. Okay, well, it was one of those ATMs where then you could like you could do your deposits at the ATM too. Those are relatively newer in the are past they? 15 years. Yeah, where you could like actually just put cash or the checks. You don't even have to go into the bank. But turns out people don't want to use an ATM if there's some chick sitting out there in a lawn chair right next to it. It's a little weird. I mean, I guess so. Do people just pull up to talk to you like, hey, girl. They would just pull up and be like, let me help you use this ATM. And they would just look at me like, I'm crazy. And I'm like, yeah, but you can make your deposits here now, too. Like, you don't have to like. You didn't have hand tattoos back then, right? No. 
No. Just like a normal looking bang. I was. Person. I had all of my hair, no tattoos. The, visible. the new hairstyle, though, is, is fetching. Do you it dig is. it? No, I do, for sure. I think you were a little, you were like, what the fuck? No, 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 no. I first. liked it. No, I saw when you did it. I was like, it's cool. It is cool. It's also a big commitment. It's like, if you decide to grow it out. Oh, God. It's going to suck. Yeah, for a long time. Probably. But it's okay. Just keep it like this forever. You'll never want to change your I hairstyle. I mean, I'm kind of committed with the neck thing. Um, I mean, I guess so. I don't know. You could just wear a collar, <laughs> like a big collar, like a turtleneck all the time. All of the time. Turtlenecks I hear are coming back. I don't think so. Softly should make turtlenecks. That Mitch Hedberg skit about <laughs> wearing a turtleneck is like wearing, it's like having a back, what is it? Wearing a turtleneck with a backpack is like having a midget, like a very weak midget <laughs> riding around on your back with his hands wrapped around your neck, just holding on I feel like you butchered that joke I think I did <laughs> I'm not high enough to quote Mitch Hedberg no it, it takes a certain level I don't think that I would do a good job of it anyway so I was merely telling a joke as a dad would <laughs> <laughs> you remember this really funny thing remember that I'm going to really sell in a way that you're not going to laugh at <laughs> just amuse me anyway yep. and just giggle I'm laughing inside so fuck you Jamie <laughs> <laughs> um no man but i uh you're staying home for I'm two months for a, a solid month i'll be a solid month maybe you're not on, even I you're leave. on like deployment cycles yeah like 30 I'll, days on 30 days off i got a thing i got to do this weekend and then i'm taking gia yep uh are, on we, a, are we speaking children's names on this podcast now? oh well i, I mean I just you did. do a really good job of keeping the kids squirreled away i do i feel like if my kids wanted to be on social media they can choose to do that when they're older um she's older now yeah well she is not fucking getting social media (laughs) my 17 year old's instagram handle was uh forever in the shadow of my stepfather for a long time was it really it was pretty good that's appropriate yeah no uh i'm gonna take her on a trip for her birthday because she turns 15 tomorrow cool and, uh, is it a place she wants to go or is it someplace you want to go that you're going to drag her along with you? No, she picked California or Colorado. So it'll places where marijuana consumption is legal. She is my kid. I can see. I can see this. <laughs> I'll ditch my mom and I'll get all the freaking gummies a woman can get. She's still not old enough to buy them. Though, right? Still not old enough. You no, be you got to be 21. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be 21. No. Uh, yeah. And then I'll be in Ohio and. Ah, uh, oh, the land of the juggalos. Land of, literally Cedar Point and cops. That's all there is in Ohio. It's juggalos. Yeah. It is. Is isn't that where the family got started? Or is that in Michigan? What? Are you not familiar with the juggalos either? The ICP. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm familiar with them, but I don't know like the it's origins of from ICP Ohio or Michigan. Those are like my my maybe Indiana. The I, armpit of America. That is the. That is the heart of the people who get Republicans <laughs> at a national level. So I didn't want you to say things like that. Uh, well, I mean, I'm from there, so <laughs> yep, that I is can. The, that is the backbone of America. <laughs> Juggalos. Juggalos. <laughs> the ICP. They sync. drink affordable sodas. <sighs> Fago. Uh, they're good with... Um, disguise they're practically Arya stark they can just change their face at any given moment with just a little bit of wax paint it's true verners they have a very tight sense of community mm. they look after each other or so i'll be led to believe by shows featuring juggalos i don't think i've ever known a juggalo in real life. i i actually do know a juggalo i'm not sure if he still considers himself one but uh do whenever you, can he was you leave in- 
Like once you're a juggalo, you're always I don't a think you have to get jumped in or jumped out. You might be wrong on that one. Am I? I wouldn't have to Google Is that it. a thing? I'm going to Google it later. They really? I mean, I believe that to be a juggalo, it, I may be conflating my groups, but I think you have to be jumped in or fucked in, right? I think that's. I don't think I'm making this up. <laughs> so, yeah, I like I your don't face. Know. <laughs> this is definitely a time for Brian to conduct some very intense <laughs> research on what it takes to become a juggler. I'm very interested now because if you have to get jumped in or fucked in, I have questions, and a lot of them. They are, they are an attractive <laughs> bunch of people. I would just fall all over myself for this. I mean. Do you get the chain? Is that like part of your initiation? Do they give you a wallet chain in the Jinko jeans? <laughs> there are other big, big legged jeans as well. Don't limit yourself to Jinkos. Are there? Yeah. What other ones are there? I'm going to Google this one. You cannot Google. Why not? Because well, there's Jinko. Those well, are the ones that you can fit you and like three of your friends. M- m- <laughs> but Cavaricis. Um, but those aren't big though, were they? They were just. That was just a brand. I'm going to do ultra wide leg jeans (laughs) because wide leg jeans are something else, right? Ultra wide leg jeans is a search that was completed before I got done with ultra wide. But this is... Just put Jinko. But these look like... uh, And similar brands. What are those horse pants that women wear that they look like... uh, Chaps? No. The the, the pants that are like parachute pants that women wear. What? Like so, MC Hammer pants? No, they're like very popular. Um, well, they were. People are going to be like, that's not in style, Doug. <laughs> but the ones, they're, uh, they're like uh, Spanish. Um, you know what I'm talking about? They're I like, don't. They balloon out. There's tons of fabric on them. What the fuck are you talking um, about? Hold up. I'm now, now we're talking about s- style moment with Jamie and Doug. <laughs> this is not going to go well. Um. What I know the there's another brand, but uh, Jinko is what is popping up, of course, I right now. I feel like Jinko's the only ones that are that wide, that literally like come off of your hip in just like a tent, and they cover your whole shoe. I don't know why they... We they wanted, have to be wide enough for your Doc Martens is to it, I mean, fit inside. To fit inside them, so you yes. don't see them. You cannot see the Doc Martens with the three-inch platforms uh, and the eyelet hooks all the way up. Son of a bitch. Did you know that Doc Martens are made out of recycled Goodyear tires? Uh, Goodyear tires? Mm-hmm. Like the soles are, are made they? out of Goodyear tires. Yeah. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. I used to work at a shoe store in high school. Do you think they just made that up to sell them? More than likely. But um, I mean, it worked. Because, <laughs> you know, they were green and they were friendly and they recycled. God damn it. I'm going to lose this. I, I, maybe there are not others than Jinkos. I think it was just Jinko. Apparently they made a comeback recently. I feel like everything, like I was walking through Forever 21. Yeah. And it was like clueless. Like the 90s are coming back. There was like corduroy in like weird, like uh, champion clothes are coming back. You um, only have so many brands. Tommy Hilfiger's coming Stop back. It. Swear to God. My daughter went out and bought a puka shell necklace. Yeah. My kid had one of those for a second too. I was like, you idiot i mean i i might I have, have one. one around my ankle right now but that's really? different yes kenny chesney ruined that for me i realized that anything that kenny chesney was doing i can't except can't didn't do. he marry nicole kidman no kenny chesney now that's a googleable thing i'm pretty sure kenny chesney is married to nicole kidman and so because he's australian right no that's uh you're thinking of um 
Keith Urban or something. Oh, that's, yeah, you're right. Kenny Chesney is the one that like is desperately trying to be like Jimmy Buffett. I thought that was Jason Aldean with the skinny jeans. Um, no. Ladies, that is not hot. Skinny no. jeans are? Not on Jason Aldean. I don't know. I mean, at this point, my thighs have, or made, on any man. have made all my pants look like people are like, oh, skinny jeans, like the regular fucking jeans. The regular fucking Leave jeans, I'm alone. just super jacked. I am not that jacked. I'm just apparently jacked enough that regular jeans look that way. Who is Keith? So I, I know Kenny Chesney is not married. It's Keith Urban. You already yeah. said, once you said his name, I was like, okay. They all blend together for me. I don't listen to country. Nashville country is terrible. Yeah. Texas country is not so terrible, mainly because it talks about things. It's like it's like bluegrass. You get to talk about like, you know, murder and uh, drug addiction. And it's not just about trailer houses and dogs. <laughs> and you're, uh, yeah, you get your truck back and your car back and... I mean, I don't even know if country music's like that anymore because I feel people are so out of touch with that. I feel like they mostly rap now anyway. <laughs> I've got the horses in the back. Isn't that when, um, wasn't it 50 Cent and, no, it was Nelly, Nelly and, and uh, uh, what's her face's dad? Billy Ray Cyrus? Billy Ray Cyrus. Or was it Tim McGraw? It was Tim oh, McGraw. It was Tim McGraw. It was Tim McGraw right. and Nelly came out with that song. I went to a Tim McGraw concert. Faith Hill was. There. I was gonna say Faith Hill. She, They're still she married. Did a, they did. A, they did a duet. Oh. And uh, yeah, I uh, made out with some redneck chick I met in, <laughs> in the thing. I was like 16 years old. It was a great time. What? You did instant connection. It's okay. We really cared about each other. I went to a stained concert <laughs> when I was stained. Um, three doors down, which are actually good friends of mine now. And uh, who was the other band that I can't remember? Seven Dust. You missed going to the baseball game with me and the boys yesterday mm -hmm. where we went to Motorco for lunch here in Durham first. It's a great time. There was a dude there who uh, clearly recognized that we were in the military and then kept trying to buy us rounds of drinks. He was a uh, he was a bartender at a local establishment and he proceeded to tell us, A, how intelligent he was. Oh, God. B. It's always how they start. And I was like, I, I looked at one of our guys and was like, how long do you think it was going to be before that dude asked you to step in the bathroom with him? And he was like, what? I'm like, no, nah, man. I mean, it would have just, it was a natural progression because <laughs> this guy like was, he started off on the wrong foot though for these guys because I was just laughing. The whole thing was like him talking about, you know, he went to school here and got a degree from here. Was this a first date? Was this dude just randomly approached you? Just randomly you? approached us. I love these kind of things because it highlights to me how blessed I am to have my friend group. But this guy was a real winner. He went on for a good 30 or 40 minutes. and um, You entertained him for 30 or 40 minutes? My guys did. I was just ignoring him. I had a lot going on. I was on the phone. He kept trying to make snarky comments about how I was ignoring him on my phone. And I was like, hey, man, you were I the got one stuff he wanted. going on. And he was like, he goes, oh, who's that on your phone? I'm like, us. Oh, it's my wife. Are you fucking kidding yeah, me right now? Yeah, he's like, he's, and he's like, it's my wife. He's like, oh, you, you got pictures of her? Oh, <gasps> you look at her. And I'm like, stop this it. Is, this is hilarious, right? And he's like, did you, you entertain know? him? No, no, no. Are you kidding me? I was like, it's just some chick I banged that has a couple of my kids. <laughs> but like, legitimately, it was hilarious because the guy was, he digressed again and was like, you know, I did think about joining the military. Oh, God, except. Uh, well, you know, but I, I got, got a hundred thousand dollar grant to go to this other school, and uh, and I was like, well, and look at you now, bro. <laughs> You're in the same. And he was like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, well, you're tending bar. 
in Durham, North Carolina, and um, talking to a bunch of dudes who, uh, I mean, we may not be rich, but we did something that you now are talking about wishing you'd done. And um, I know you can spend the rest of the next two hours telling me how you're better than me too, but you're not really going to leave much of an impact looking at the evidence in place. <gasps> and uh, everybody just starts laughing. And I was like, what, man? Like, spend an hour, leave it to you. 30 minutes over here telling me how great things are for you, but like the evidence doesn't support your claim. Leave it to you. I, dude, you I crushed him. Well, I wouldn't he, talk to me. If, I, if my life was so awesome, you know what I wouldn't be doing? Finding random dudes at the bar and buying them beers. I mean, okay, yeah, that's a little strange. This is a charity I've started. I go to bars and I thank people for their service. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> this is just a thing that I do to support my fellow man. The only reason I brought that up was because apparently um, there was a concert that was played here in... Um, in Raleigh or Durham, the like Thursday or Friday night, um, a band you may recognize, the Dandy Warhols. No, I do. But this guy, yes, I remember them vaguely from like the late 90s, early 2000s. Apparently, they're a huge deal, according to this guy, and he has their number and they want to hang out with guys just like us. And I'm like, what is this? Is this how you get mugged? He's like, do you want to hang out with me and the Dandy Warhols? And I'm like, first of all, this is a really obscure band to be using as, as bait. <laughs> for a uh, gay rape type situation. <laughs> Secondly, um, like, do you really think that we want to hang out with you more because you have some sort of like weird cachet with a 90s band? I didn't say that. I just said, oh, well, that's really cool, man. I hope you have fun hanging out with them. You so know? are you like pen pals now? Did you I, exchange phone numbers? I do numbers? not have his number. I, I do know where he works and I can avoid that <laughs> location, you know, to some degree now. He's relatively harmless individual just um you know he just had the biggest crush on you it and wasn't me. you didn't do a very good job of letting him down easy well i mean you can only listen to someone like that for so long it's true i mean think about it in terms of like if this was a a grinder date oh jeez you know what tell me more i have i have yet to be on a grinder date so I mean, you tell I am me from assuming your experience, you understand from your experience. How, tell me, what would you call? So, a grinder is clearly the it is the tender of the homosexual community. Yeah, um, is that even still around? Is that a thing? Is tender a thing or grinder? Either or. I don't know actually, but I was going to ask what we would call the female equivalent of that. Like, if you were a lesbian and you had an app that I'm, was geared towards hooking up, I'm pretty sure that's Bumble. Oh, no, that's for lonely single women who have had semi-successful careers and don't want to be inundated with <laughs> random dick pics. Oh, I don't know. Is there a, Are just you a, a school lesbian? teacher or a nurse who <laughs> desperately wants to find love and how many cats on a digital platform? <laughs> Bumble. It's true. You know, I had no idea. So whenever I first moved out to California, Bumble was, I think, like a newer app. And I didn't know that you could pick whether you wanted like platonic friends or just like no, that's an isn't that a new thing? Like Bumble friends, that's a thing. Like you can. I don't think that's new. I think that's like how it's been. Is there was like Bumble friends and there was like Bumble romance, right? But I didn't know, and but so why would you make friends on a digital app? Like that seems. I mean. <laughs> Says the guy who hangs out with people he meets on the internet all the time. But nonetheless, like... I mean, how else do you meet people? But I'm not auditioning, like, for my friend group. Like, it's like, tell me why you think you're best served to be my friend. Okay, so if you move to a new area and mm -hmm. you don't know anybody, yes. okay, 
it's going to be a little weird for you because whenever you move to a new area, you are attached to a unit. So you automatically have people that you work with. I mean, I move somewhere for a job for sure. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I have hobbies. I'm a self-improving person who has personal interests that I pursue that allow me to have social interaction <laughs> with other humans no okay, matter well, where people, I go. Some people don't. Some people, they they move to a new place and they don't know anybody and they may not have a hobby. It makes sense to have an app like that for somebody. Why would those people can, not get a hobby? Well, maybe they're trying to find people to do the hobby with. Who wants to go mountain biking alone? First of all, it's not safe. I, I like to go mountain biking alone. It's not safe. No one bitches at me about not wearing a helmet when I mountain bike alone. <laughs> Fuck your safety. <laughs> we are the same when, person. When, <laughs> the same Aaron, fucking person. Aaron and I went mountain biking here at Brumley, and this the same kind gentleman reminded me five times <laughs> not to forget my helmet. And I was like, first of all, I didn't forget anything. Secondly, you've told me five times. <laughs> Do you not recognize the one dude out here with like no sleeve, helmet sleeve on? tattoos and no helmet who's having a great time and you just have to shit all over shit it. Shit on me. Just shit all over it. I didn't forget nothing. I don't want to wear that stupid helmet. It cramps my hair. <laughs> give me hat head. Yeah. Well. Your helmets are kind of lame. I mean, <laughs> official status. Helmet's lame. All right. That's a true story. We have to wrap this up because I have to go pick up a kid from the bus stop. However, we wandered around, didn't talk about very much. People that are listening to this will know that you are stronger than I am. Actually, we should be fair to say you're stronger than any coach at soft lead. That's a bold statement. It's not. I want to. I'm not saying you're, that you're wrong. I'm just saying it's a bold. You're statement. stronger than any coach at soft lead has ever been. <laughs> statement that I w- I now invite George and Bill to prove wrong. Chris has already proved it wrong. He's not here anymore to defend himself. So uh, you are always stronger than Chris in every lift. <laughs> hands down your waist is bigger than his too <laughs> Hashtag 32. <laughs> <laughs> i love when you were like trying pants on and you were like whose are these what man has a waist this small <laughs> and i was like well i wear 32s too like it didn't embarrass me but he was like that was a it, thing for no, a long but, time no, but literally you you literally destroyed the way for for the waistband thing it, it blows my mind i wear 32s i have no like in our shorts i wear 34s like in most pants 33 34 whatever but like our shorts are definitely 32s i did not get fat or thick all of a sudden to wear 34s or 36s but literally after the 32 talk chris insisted that he wore 34s or 36s <laughs> everywhere just like he was six feet tall I'm six feet tall i wear 34 inch inseam uh, 34 inch waist pants I have a size 12 shoe. <laughs> Prove me wrong. How, how many more things can we say that aren't true? <laughs> You're like, what? This is ridiculous. Why is it even important? Because I made fun of it. I am five foot nine. I have a 32 inch waist. According to soft lead pants. I am not embarrassed by these things. I'm glad you're stronger than me, Jamie. <laughs> Un- and I, and I un- wear a size unconfirmed 32. rumors that you have a larger penis than I do. <laughs> I mean, I'd cry about it, but I got what I got. Hey, man, you, you can only you can only work with what you got. Mm-hmm. So make and the best it's of it. Always served me well. <laughs> I can't speak for my I can't speak for my uh, again. These are one of those moments. Don't make me go tell mom like I, I don't want to talk about who who's mom. You're my brother. I don't want to talk about oh, these. You don't want to talk about how you got all the good genes and your penis is bigger than mine. I don't want to talk about it. Mom. <laughs> now I get what you're saying. I was like, are you talking about Aaron? Because Aaron's going to be like, oh, no. 
<laughs> I think that we have policies against talking about these kind of things. <laughs> I don't know. I know that in almost any game of competition, you beat me, and that is cool. I like it. Just got to hang close. You just, I need to get better at shooting of the things. We need to go shooting more. Oh, actually, we should shot, We should sign up for a shooting match. <gasps> you would do so well. I would not. Be, see if we'd, you'd be like me the first time where it's like, just don't DQ. Just don't just DQ. Just don't DQ. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Let me try to remember to use the the, the right eye. No, oh, it doesn't matter. No one's going to DQ for that. It's going to happen when you spin around to ask a question. They're like, <laughs> whatever. I mm-hmm. always have good trigger control. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd break a 180, though. You're good. <laughs> Wait. What? Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> um, so you're at home for a little while, which I mean, I assume means we'll be seeing you soon. Yeah, I'll be back. And we have to schedule an idiot versus idiot. I'm in. Christian is a reigning champion, but we're going to have to do like a drawing of straws thing. We'll figure something out. Yeah, I'm in. And that's it. Um, I don't know if this is exciting or boring. I don't. <laughs> it's it's really weird to talk to cameras. Like. Just yeah, we had to look These over there now. People are over here, and we're doing our thing. So and next time, maybe in the future, we can talk about things that we currently cannot talk about—the unmentionables. Um, oh, I'm pretty sure that we're never going to be able to talk about those things. <laughs> or maybe I'm thinking about the wrong subject. Is it a timeline thing or a thing where like? What? I don't know. It's okay. Well, it's safe to say we'll never be able to talk about those things, Jamie. No, most definitely not. Stay tuned (laughs) until next time when Jamie and I don't talk about the things that we're not going to talk about. (laughs)